Welcome to The Floating Experiment. I'm your host, Kim Kogani, and this podcast is meant to be a moment of pause in your busy day. Get comfy, take a deep breath, and let's go to the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome. Today, I want to talk about floating through fear. Fear is just one of those funny human emotions where, you know, it's, it kind of goes back to our more instinctual parts. Um, but let's go back a little bit. So full disclosure, um, I struggle with insomnia and I kind of was contemplating fear and it's currently the middle of the night, but I just felt really inspired to record. So here we are. I'm talking to you in the middle of the night, um, for me at least, and we're going to work through some fear. So fear. This is an interesting one. I've kind of spent my whole life being afraid of what's going to happen, you know, worrying about the worst outcome. I was very much someone who always had a plan. I had a plan for everything, for any time something went awry, and I've basically been living in survival mode my whole life. Um, Hope for the best, expect the worst was kind of my life's motto. And what I've been realizing recently as I'm kind of working through some personal growth and discomfort is that I'm really sick of living in fear. You know, I don't want to hope for the best and then expect the worst. I kind of just want to hope for the best and for the best to actually happen. You know, I want to deprogram myself to no longer live in survival mode. You know, we just don't have to worry about things like being eaten by lions anymore. You know, we're living in modern times, but those instincts, that survival mode, this fear still very much lives inside of us. And I think that's just so interesting. So what I've been sitting with as I've been working through different fears of mine is trying to look at, you know, what's under the surface, what's a little bit under the water here. And like, what is the fear trying to tell me? So recently, I decided that it would be really fun to go into my closet and try on all of my old jeans that I haven't worn in years. And that felt really scary for some reason. And I put a pair of jeans on and to be honest, they didn't really even come close to buttoning. And what I noticed was that I first just felt fear. And I was like, why are you afraid of these jeans not fitting you and what's lying underneath the surface. And then I kind of thought about it and I noticed that, you know, I felt uncomfortable that they didn't fit, not because I didn't love myself, but because underneath the surface, I was afraid that I would no longer belong. You know, there are certain societal norms and expectations and One of them is kind of fitting into clothes or to be a certain way and look a certain way. And 
you know, I very much have been bought into this belief that I have to appear a certain way in order to be accepted. So I just kind of sat with that for a bit. And, you know, I was like, how important is this to me? And what is actually really important to me? And I started thinking about that. And lately, I've been really just trying to to value my body and all that it does for me. And, you know, our bodies are these homes that we're inhabiting here and experiencing life through and they go through so much. It takes a lot to experience life. And so why am I going to use this, you know, stagnant piece of cloth to judge the worth of this beautiful organism that is allowing me to see, to hear, to taste, you know, all of these beautiful senses. And it was uncomfortable for sure. And once I could identify that the fear was more about belonging, I I was able to go a little bit deeper and just express that to myself and just notice and say, you know, well, of course I'll belong. Those people who really love me and care about me will let me show up in any way that I can. And it was really about me just like loving and accepting myself and not letting go of this fear that I will not belong. And it kind of got me thinking about just life in general and fear in general. And what if we could live, you know, a life without guarantees? What if we could exist without knowing for certain how things will turn out and just trusting that we can adapt. And that honestly made me feel really afraid to just do anything. But the longer I sat with it, the more I thought about times in my life where I didn't know that I was going to go through something really intense and scary. And I always made it through like I've, I'm here and I'm, you know, in a nice home. I'm well fed. You know, I'm doing pretty well for myself. And, you know, I have a good track record for adapting to whatever is thrown my way. And yet here I am still wondering about how I'm going to survive without knowing for certain what's going to happen and without worrying and thinking about every single outcome. And I just kind of want to push back on that and, you know, box this fear up and think about it in a more, in a more playful way. Like fear can be fun. Fear is supposed to be fun. You know, think about like a roller coaster. Why do people choose to go on roller coasters or skydive, it's that adrenaline rush, it's that fear, it's, you know, imagine being locked into a roller coaster and you're clicking up and up and you can see the top and that moment where you've reached the top and you know that something big is going to happen but you've yet to start falling and you have a choice. You can either be the person who holds on to the bar so tight, even though you know you're strapped in, even though you know you're safe and you chose this, mind you, you can be that person. Or you can be the person with their arms up in the air, 
just along for the ride. And how much more fun would it be knowing that you're safely strapped in to just let go and let your arms flail and scream and lean into the fear because the fear is supposed to be fun. And for me personally, I've been spending my entire life being the person who was holding onto the bar super tight, just making sure that, you know, the operator did their job of clicking the bar in and making sure that I have control and that I'm keeping myself safe, even though I'm perfectly safe and I chose this. And, you know, I'm starting to wonder what would it feel like to be the other person, to trust that I'm safe, to trust that I can handle whatever's happened. I've kept myself alive for a very long time and to just let go a little bit and lean into the fear and let my adrenaline rush and feel scared and excited and get that thrill. What would that feel like? And the more I think about that, the more exciting it feels and the more I feel ready to leave behind this kind of death grip that I have on these metaphorical bars keeping me safe. How interesting would that be? You know, I think that's where the floating is, is understanding where you're at and trusting that you are quite adaptable and just kind of going along for the ride. I think another great example of fear that's supposed to be fun is um, our scary movies. You know, when you choose to watch a scary movie, it's really fun to kind of turn off all the lights and, you know, get cozy on your couch, close the curtains, you're in the dark and really lean into what's happening in the movie and feel jumpy. And you're, you know, you're safe. You're on your couch, you're in your home. It's dark, but you know, you chose this, you chose this film and to kind of lean into the plot and what's going on and all of the characters and just go on the adventure, trusting that you are safe. And what if, you know, what if that's what life is supposed to be like? You know, it's this beautiful movie and some parts of our lives are kind of a scary movie, but in a fun way, like fear can be fun. Now, I'm not totally bought into the idea that fear can be fun all the time, but I love these examples of, you know, the roller coaster and a scary movie and maybe skydiving and how all of these moments we can choose fun and fear together. And when we're in survival mode and we're afraid and worrying and thinking about plans A through Z, maybe just invite in this belief that fear can be fun. Imagine that whatever life scenario you're facing is like the roller coaster and you are completely safe. You've always been safe. You always will be safe because you are the greatest caretaker of yourself And you are just so adaptable and resilient. All humans are, and we are made to continue to survive. So I invite you to kind of think about that. What would it be like 
to embrace fear. The next time you have an anxiety or a worry and you're not sure what's going to happen, what if you just paused in the fear and the worry and imagined yourself on a roller coaster and you're at the top? Are you going to be the person who grabs onto the handles? Or are you going to be the person who chooses to trust that they're strapped in and safe and you're just going to let go and see what happens? What a fun experiment for us all to try. I hope that you will embrace fear a little bit more into your life and float through it by imagining all the ways in which fear can be fun. I would love to hear your stories about how you embraced fear in your life. So please feel free to share them with me. I look forward to spending time with you again soon. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to find me, you can go to thefloatingexperiment.com and at the floating experiment on Instagram. May you embrace a new way of being and invite that sensation of floating into your life. Until next time, take care.